All right. Welcome back to another episode of Speaking of Nothing. Um, Got to thank our sponsor, of course, Paradise Adult Boutique. Make sure you give them a follow on Twitter at Paradise Adult AZ. They do tons of great giveaways on there. Uh, also a great way to learn about sales and all kinds of fun stuff with Paradise Adult Boutique. Uh, or if you're local, make sure you check them out at 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. They are open seven days a week. You know, I talk about them obviously every week on the podcast, but again, guys, um, if you're looking for a place to get something to spice things up, uh, either with yourself or with uh, another uh, companion, uh, that's the place to do it. Uh, great environment, great people to make you feel comfortable uh, when you go in there. Sometimes these these places could be a little uh, a little sketchy, a little uncomfortable. People get weird about going into them. Um, I, I can tell you firsthand. Um, Paradise Adult Boutique will take care of you. They'll get what you need, and they'll make you as comfortable as possible while you do it. So please support them. They support the podcast. And thank you, Paradise Adult Boutique. Uh, got another great episode for you. Um, my buddy Joe has has come back on the podcast. It's taken only three years, but we finally did it. He's uh, shaking his head as I'm doing this right now. Uh, but I'm excited to have him. We had a great chat uh, hopefully, we'll get to do some more of these. And uh, we actually were able to record our first uh, comeback of Everyone Everyone Eats. Everybody Eats. I can't remember. What is it called, Joe? Everyone. Everyone, everyone Eats. So um, I'm going to keep releasing uh, bonus episodes from 2016. And then once I run out of those, I'll post the first new one that we did today. So look out for that in a little bit. But otherwise, I'll shut up. You guys enjoy the episode. Uh, and thank you for checking out another episode of Speaking of Nothing. All right. Well, uh, welcome to uh, the podcast. Great to be here. <laughs> so I think people like have an idea of who you are because I've I released two bonus episodes. You didn't even say my name yet today, though. I haven't, and we'll we'll get to it. I don't know. I have a weird thing about introducing people because it's a podcast. They know who you are. It's in the title. So they read it before they started listening. Can I just say first off? Yeah, I listened to the first episode from us from what was that? Three years ago? Four years ago? Yes. Yeah, so I put it said on like. Uh, our SoundCloud page where I found them. Yeah, uh, it's. I didn't look at the the month, but it said 2016. So yeah, probably around uh, over three years, maybe closer to four. First off, I am so proud of you because you came to me when we were both at that station. I'm still there. You pieced out, <laughs> and yeah. you said you wanted to do a podcast. Yeah, and I kind of let it, but. I, I will tell you, and I think you know, I was really doing it for you. And totally. I wanted you to grow into something. Yeah. And you crush it every day now. You're on the radio every dang day. You do podcasts. You have done awesome. Well, thank you, buddy. Secondarily, I would nice. say I kind of sounded like a bag, at least on that first episode. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't get to hear the second one yet, so I don't know what you released so, there. But I, I was... I was over the top ridiculous. I'll I'll try to reel it in a little bit today, but I will very much be myself as well. We have no Julie to turn to, which is really going to throw okay, me off. I was going to say, was that the episode you listened to where yes. you're like you're like yelling out the door because we were doing it in the news station, correct? 
And Julie was like running. What? 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 Do you, what was she doing? I don't know. The, she's doing the newscast. She's okay. Yeah, she's so, still okay. there. Is she? Yeah, we cool. can call her right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. Uh, yeah. I don't think she's there this morning. She'll be there this afternoon. But yeah, she though. was like running the desk and doing the news at the top of the Correct. hour every day. And Joe is like screaming at her about Taco Bell menu items or something. Uh, I think bulimia also forced bulimia <laughs> came up at one point, and I listened back to it, and I'm like, I, oh my goodness, yeah, this see, was not my finest moment. I thought they were great. I, I didn't listen. I don't think I've listened to one completely through. I thought maybe I should have just in case maybe one of us said something ridiculous because it was a few years ago. We probably were a little bit more comfortable with what we could Let's say. Let's be honest. I would not say something ridiculous. You were at times very loose and your attitude was, <laughs> hey, it's just a podcast. We can do whatever. That's true. And mine, you know, I'm a little more buttoned up, especially now that I, I have to wear pants over there in a collared shirt I would during like the to, day. I would like to get into that a little bit. And, uh, so I, I will probably not be swearing today either. Well, I fully expect you to let it rip. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, if, when, the, when the, the time's appropriate, sure. I'll say some uh, some things that may, uh, you know, make a few people uncomfortable. That's their problem, not yours. I agree. I agree. But, um, yeah, we. I had a ton of fun, and I do appreciate you doing that podcast with me because— I loved it, too. I was working at—I mean, we could say where you work, right? Does it matter? No, I'm happy to put it out there. I work at KTAR 92.3. Okay. I'm an executive so, producer over there. So, um, I was a board op yep. working— you know, I don't know, 20 hours a week maybe or something like that. If 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 I was lucky, I think I was getting 20 hours a week. Doing your Boys and Girls Club thing as well. Working at the Boys and Girls Club and then on the weekends or I would work a couple of, they'd have me like cover Coyotes games. and mm-hmm. Oh, that just bo- had to be right up your alley, <laughs> being the huge sports nut that you are. Be, and board hopping a Coyotes game was basically showing up. Make sure the legal ID plays. It wasn't even that, man. You'd go into like this tiny studio and just take the feed from somewhere else. Skyview. I would literally just turn, I'd hit one button, turn one, the volume up, and then as soon as the game was over, hit that button again and turn the volume down. And that was board hopping at Coyotes game. There you go. So between doing that and then listening to whoever that fucking financial guy was, do you remember? Is he still on there too? The financial guy. Who's the guy who was like, I mean, l- so, l- save your money. So, oh, Dave Ramsey? Yeah. That oh, yeah. Fucking he's still, asshole. So he's, <laughs> he's got like the third biggest syndicated show in the oh, country. Oh, my God. He's a, yeah, he's a so billionaire. You've got like yeah. uh, Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, and then you've got. Then oh, you've got him, Dave Ramsey. Yeah. I've heard him talk about, like, I remember him talking about- Rice like, and beans, beans and rice. It is little compound. Country's not thriving. Look at our debt. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's all I was doing. And then the only fun I ever had was when I got to work your weekend show. Oh, well- You used to do, um, what was it, Sundays from like noon to two or something? So- It started at Sundays, six to eight, and then we moved to one to three. That's right. Uh Monica Lindstrom, who's the yeah, yeah, legal yeah. expert over there. Monica She's a lawyer. Was awesome. Her and I did a show for about five years. And um, that's right. And then my boss came to me one day and said, This is after you left, of course. Yeah. And I want to get into that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, but he, he came to me and said, Hey, uh, you know, we'd, we'd be interested in, you know, having you be executive producer, but that would yeah, probably you're like preclude running the show you over from. There. From doing a show on the weekend because we actually want you to breathe once in a while. Yeah, so. well, we're gonna get into all of that. Oh, goody. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I would, I would, you know, I'd get to the station at like seven in the morning. Yes, and it would be like some weird 
syndicated show about money or whatever it was. Not luckily, not the syndicated shows about like, hey, Beats, it's gonna change your life if you just eat a thousand a day. <laughs> Is that Here's what you're an- doing now? Oh no, no, no. Oh, okay. But I mean, really early in the morning, we run those infomercials that are like fish oil. That's what I was like walking in on. Was buy, that stuff? Buy five hundred liters of it and drink it daily. I had to do. One live show before yours. I can't remember the guy's name. It was like uh, he his whole shtick was basically he would find people from around the world and they would okay. just like he would just make them it's their reporters. Do Tony you remember? Tony Firmino, yeah, Vo- Voice to-, to America. Fucking Tony Firmino. He's he's there. He's still there. He, yeah, that's his show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's his baby. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. So I would do Tony Firmino, mm-hmm. and uh, he was a nice enough guy. I mean, whatever. I, I, I don't have anything bad to say I about him. I haven't seen him in a year or two because I'm not yeah, there on not, the weekend that's very good. often. Yeah. So I would do that show, but that was not enjoyable. No, you, no, it was it was awful. I was still kind of knew what I was doing that so I was like nervous the whole time uh-huh. he was like kind of intimidating so it's like if he I is. and if I fucked up he would call me on it every I single time would. and it was like and with KTAR too and board hopping and stuff n- timing is like so important like you literally ha- everything has to hit at like an exact fucking top of the hour, 10s and 20s. I like how you were going to swear when I merited it. Now I think every <laughs> sentence you've said since then, yeah, we'll go you're figure getting fired it out. up. It's great. Well, I haven't talked about Tony Firmino in a couple of years, yeah. and that show used to stress me out. That show in particular, he is he is very picky. He is somewhat of a perfectionist. Totally. And again, that show is his baby. Sure. Whereas and with Monica and I, we were a little looser. We, yeah. we like to have some fun. And don't get Not me wrong. everything is... Is down to the second. It's important that you hit the top of the hour break and get yeah. that legal idea in there. But yeah. our attitude, honestly, was, hey, if we have a tech show show up who is competent and knows how to hit all the buttons, yeah. we're just happy so Joe doesn't have to come in there and do it. And after <laughs> you left, I actually, and this guy still works there, I had a tech one week fall asleep during the show. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> during the show, I had to How yell at him first in the talk back, and then I had to run into the room and tell him, like, hey, we went to break 30 seconds ago. Thanks for falling asleep and just crushing my confidence that I'm any good at this. Oh, my gosh. He fell asleep. Is he, like, an older dude? Um, like, maybe he's, he was just He's probably in his sleepy? 50s. Okay. And right, he, that's not that he, old. I finally confronted him on it years later, uh, okay. like a few months ago, and I was like, dude, what was the deal that day? And he's like, I got to tell you, it was just a really long day. And I'm like, okay, okay apparently right. I'm still really bored. I mean, there's coffee in the building. Maybe just have a cup before. Maybe stand up as opposed to sitting down. But <laughs> what, I was, what I'm getting at here is that I was trying to get back into radio. I was working all of these shifts that just like were mind-numbingly awful get back into radio you did radio before you got there i didn't know oh that. yeah yeah yeah. Okay. yeah i mean by do radio before that i mean i was like a board op at a top 40 station I didn't or even, something I, I i guess i did know that yeah, yeah, yeah i'm bring sure it up. okay I'm sure. but anyway your show was fun because you and monica were like the most relatable people that i that i had seen in the at the station and you guys talked about things that like i actually thought were interesting <laughs> Thank um you. and then you slowly started letting me talk on the show, sure. which was like blowing my mind. Like at <laughs> first, I think you did a show, which also blew my mind. Was like you did like a two, it was like two hours, right? You did. Yeah. There was there were shows where Monica just couldn't come in. She yep. was whatever. She's and a I mom like and a lawyer and do it busy. on my own. And you would just do a two hour radio show by yourself. Yeah. And I monologue. Just, Let's see how it goes. Totally. And. 
I just remember thinking that was insane, and I and I would never be able to do that. <laughs> oh, I wasn't either. Um, I just figured then, it out. Yeah, totally, totally, and it was great, and it was a super. It was super interesting to watch. And then again, yeah, I would be in the other booth across from you running the board, and during like a commercial or something, you'd be like, "Hey, you want to talk about this thing with me?" And yeah. I would. Dude, I couldn't tell you. I was I was insanely nervous. I I was just like taking deep breaths, the like just watching the commercials slowly go away. Mm-hmm. But it was great. It, it gave me it gave me a ton of confidence. And and then eventually, um, you would be doing shows, and I would be learning something else, and you would just. And I remember we did like a whole thing on Star Wars. I forget what it. Go. I think we were talking about. Uh, how they've just completely sold out or something, oh, and they yeah. just like there's Star Wars everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it was just like luckily I got they to... reeled that in. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool because it was like, oh my gosh, I got to talk about Star Wars on the radio. Like it was just, it was the greatest thing. And, and my hope, because I hear you every dang day when I'm driving yeah. around. Okay, is that you know someday some jabron comes strolling through the doors here at ninety three three and has the guts to say to you, hey, I'd like to. You know, be on the radio, or I want to do this, and yeah. that you kind of know the role that I was in. Totally, because trust me, I was in your shoes too. Where I remember back in Ann Arbor when I first learned, I was doing radio off the air, but we were like practicing with this guy who went to Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and he was—I mean, he wasn't perfect, but he was more polished than me. And it was just kind of like, yeah, just come on and do it, and yeah. you get better by just doing it and figuring it out. But I totally. was the same, like. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to talk. Here I go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. It was like I remember having prepped every single thing I was going to say before I said it. <laughs> now I couldn't even imagine doing something like that. Um, obviously, it's been a couple of years now. Um, I, you know, I've gotten more comfortable doing the show at night, and I do this podcast. I've been doing this podcast once a week for over a year now. So, and I, sometimes I do podcasts by myself where yeah. I just get in the room and I just talk for, I try to keep it at like 35 minutes because I don't think anybody needs to hear me just be a psycho in a room Dude, alone. I heard your Christmas one where you were talking about the Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. And it was just kind of <laughs> like a, a diary into Rob's life. And I, totally. I really liked it. I Thank enjoyed you. the whole thing. It was nice to just sit there, hear you talk about White Elephant, and yeah, go yeah. off on some of your friends slash family. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I wasn't I too sure who that Motley crew was, but yeah. uh, no, it was enjoyable. And Thanks, the man. thing that I've learned is that you know people do want to kind of know what we're up to, and screw yeah. them if they don't. Totally. It's. I mean, look, it's it, it completely blows my mind every week that people download and listen to the podcast that I do, especially when I do them by myself. Um, but And you've got what now? 11 cities in California I saw that you throw out the other dude, day. Dude, I know. It's like weird. I feel I don't want to be like— Do you think they make some of that up? I don't know, man. I don't know because, I mean, I don't. Tr- I try and not look at everything all the time because I'll just go insane. Like, well, I that's the beautiful thing about my— expertise it's like i was just like hey let's do this on soundcloud i don't even know how to post it the way you do i'm like itunes how do i make that happen yeah well luckily um there's it's gotten so much better now it's so it's honestly it's so fucking easy there's this there's this company called anchor i do commercials for them sometimes that's Mm. kind of why 
uh, I use them is because it's complete. It's a completely free service. Mm-hmm. They just ask you like every once in a while, like, hey, maybe you just mention. Give us that, a little shout out. Yeah, give us a little plug. Anchor, you're um, cool. And they'll still make it to where they'll you you can make money off of doing commercials about them. It's it's a great service. It really okay. is. If you're looking to start a podcast, I 100% recommend Anchor. It's really really great. Um, but. Uh, they help get your stuff up on like iTunes, Spotify, you basically, all that. Yeah, you so you're not just into... a moron like me with SoundCloud. <laughs> well, look, at the time, Anchor didn't exist uh, four years ago when we were doing a podcast. Well, I don't think it did, at people least. People were still figuring out with, you know, sure, let's there was throw other this ways. up on TuneIn and everything. And I'm, I'm like, I know what TuneIn yeah. is. I don't know how to get it up I there. I think we both, when we were doing that podcast, we it was, it was more just like for fun. I, I wasn't really like looking at like download numbers and like growing one thing i wanted to bring up that i don't do you remember uh when i convinced a food truck that we were like actually 100 (laughs) but i mean i told you that like that's kind of what you do in radio it's like there's people where I, i try not to get real bad with this yeah but it's like yeah we do a food podcast so just tell them like, yeah, we do it. Now, I don't know how far you- I was you, very loose with the terms. I don't know. Like, I mean, if they're like, hey, so what are your download numbers or any yeah. of this and what you gave them. But that guy came in. It was a grilled cheese food truck. It was great. Yeah. So basically, I would just go online and just find contact numbers and emails yep. to like any local food truck. Yeah. And I would email all of them and mm-hmm. be like- and again, I'd be very loose with it. I would be like, "We do a food we podcast." Do, I don't even think I said podcast. I think I said we do a show, so oh. that like they thought maybe I was like, "We do a show. Mm. We work for this radio station." There you so, go. So it was never like it's not a radio show, but we do a show, and it's at the radio station. Look, you didn't lie. I didn't. And then we had this guy pull up into the parking lot of the radio station yep. and make us like. Ten different grilled cheeses or something ridiculous. And we just ate grilled cheeses. I wish I had that one, but I mm. think we didn't pay for SoundCloud. No. So we I could st- only upload four. You know, and I the- still do my, my wrestling podcast I've through that. there. Yeah. I'm up to 113 episodes. Uh, do you? And my buddy who does the show with me, we had a virus roll through our building in 2019 that <laughs> wiped out all of our episodes. Oh, my God. So I just save like three or four at a time, and yeah, yeah, SoundCloud only gives you like a certain amount of data, so if you go over that, yeah. they'll start getting rid of previous episodes. Joe, we so- got to get you an Anchor account so you guys could start. You guys don't post your podcast on iTunes or anything? No. What? Buddy, I, I told you the other day when you posted that thing about even tweeting, it's yeah. like I have Twitter on my phone. I know how to compose a tweet, Yeah. but my knowledge of social media, I'd say- is about a C, maybe okay. a C minus. All right, and I mean, look, that that's something you could that that's easy enough. I have to Sherpa talk show hosts through <laughs> their daily lives. I do not have time Fair to enough. learn about Anchor. That, that's why I've got you know other people handle that stuff. Well, yeah, t- tell the guy who you do the wrestling podcast with, which is called trust, what, by the way. Trust me, he, he no, <laughs> he would not be capable of doing that. It's All called right. the main event. The main event, and uh, find it on SoundCloud. It's on SoundCloud. Okay, hey, if you're a wrestling. <laughs> Fan, definitely check it out. I tweet it and Facebook it out there. If, I've shared if it a couple of times fun. before. I'm sorry, but that's very nice of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't listen to I it, but I, sh- but I share it. Let me tell you, the guy who I do it with has also probably never listened to one episode <laughs> of it. It's, t- it's tough to... I used to listen to every podcast that I did 
in the beginning just because it was like an air check, basically. Exactly. I wanted to like see how I sounded, and I said I did a lot of ums and uhs, and I feel like I've gotten better at it. Maybe I haven't, you but at least I'm conscious just of by it. Doing it too. totally, but I couldn't. I couldn't imagine listening to an episode now. The only thing I've listened to recently is the old. Everyone, Everyone eats. eats podcast because it's just hilarious to listen to those. The last one that I posted was me, you, and Mariana. Uh, I for, I forget. I think she was just hanging out, and so we just were like, "Do the podcast with so, us." So at the time, I don't know if we were dating yet or if we were. All I don't just think you kind were buds. Yeah. So and her and I are still cool. We, yeah. We broke up a few months ago, but I was talking to her today. That's good. And um, yeah, no, she was in there, and she loved doing that stuff too. Does she do? Is she she doesn't work in radio anymore. She though? got out of radio. Probably a smart move. Around three years ago. So oh, okay. Shortly after you pieced out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hates her job now still. Oh, but uh, <laughs> all right, she, well, she's making a lot more young. money than she's she was gonna, in radio. That's so. good. We're that's, all young. It's not like we're. She's a lot. She's. I know, but she's still she's got more time to figure it out than. We all do. Dude, we're all figuring it out every day. You're right. Um, All right. Well, I mean, I feel like we just really went on. I I lost complete track of what I was getting at here. Your show. I'm just living here. Anchor. We, I'm gonna, we're gonna get your podcast on other things. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna make it happen, dude. I swear, I'll show you. Oh, you brought up the California thing. So I do check every once in a while, and basically, what's great about Anchor is that it shows you where people are listening. it you know it starts from just like what country, then what state, what city, and mm-hmm. the percentage of people that are listening in that city or whatever. And I honestly think um, I don't think they make it up. I think you know that's like part of like the service is that it keeps track of that stuff for so you. So like some dude in Denmark is like, hey, I want to hear. Speaking well, of nothing, so I've had. I think the reason why I have people listening in other countries and stuff is because I've had bands on before. So bands will promote it. And bands kind of have, obviously, a, a, a little bit bigger of a reach. So people will kind of catch it from that. Um, Look at how big time you are. Bands. Well, well I, don't, I don't know if big time is the word. You but went from friends that convincing I've food trucks some... <laughs> that you did stuff to now you've got legitimate bands who come on with you. Well, it kind of comes with the job that I do now. I meet a lot of bands mm-hmm. and I've kind of made friends with a couple of them that, that toured the entire world at this point. That's very cool. So whenever they're in town, I try and get people on the podcast. Uh, there's one uh, podcast I did with this this band that uh, will I'll never post because it was, I'll tell you about it when we're done with this. It was the most uncomfortable interview I've ever done. I don't know if I ever talked about it on here like or not. Like they were just not good they were with just, the Q&A? Or no, they, they were just- rude? Or it was, they were inebriated? I, well, or? well w- first of all, it's, one of the issues was I said something that offended one of them. And <laughs> or they made them let uncomfortable. you know it during the podcast. No, no, no. Oh. They just did the podcast and then we're done. We're like, yeah, you got to cut all of this out oh. and then we need to hear it before you post it. And I'm just like, I'll just delete it. Usually <laughs> you only run into that like- I've run into that with some A-list type guests where yeah. they'll tell you ahead of time, like, this, this, and this are out of bounds. Yeah, I don't, don't think they could there. have predicted what I what I brought up, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, I started doing this partnership with Zia Records, and Zia's been great with promoting the podcast. So I think that's kind of where these new listeners are coming Listen from. Listen to that one, too. You were uh, out there, and you're going to be out there. What is it? It's like the third Saturday of every month? That's the plan, man. There you go. And uh, so, it, it was. I enjoyed the first part where you were— uh, mm-hmm. Cracking on your two buds, and it sounded like <laughs> one of them might kill the other. Yeah. That was very amusing, was, and I thought it was totally genuine, too. It absolutely Talking was. Talking about Kanye and everything. It, it, and you guys just had a nice chat. 
Yeah, it was. It they seem like very nice guys. They're, they're I, I posted great. a review. I don't know if you <laughs> I, saw it yet. Oh, I, sh- that, I already shared it. That essentially said, like, hey, love Rob. He's awesome. Can't vouch for the other two. And I it's know. true. I've never met him. It's, that's a, it was my favorite review we've there, ever gotten. There you go. It was absolutely great. But uh, I hope that one dude doesn't kill me for that. But <laughs> hey, it's true. It was very genuine, though, because I was honestly, it was a good thing because when the first interaction started, um, we were still maybe an hour away from starting the recording, so okay. I was able to calm down a little bit. But I think if all of that information would have happened as soon as the podcast started, we would have been choking each other out, I think, at some point. Because I was really, really fucking pissed at the beginning. I bet you were. And then I calmed down. And then I, we got, as soon as we got the podcast started, I was like, I, I, and I've gotten a couple of people who've sent me messages where it's like, dude, that was so uncomfortable. I loved every second of it. <laughs> and that's the thing is like some people really do love that awkward kind of, you know, one of my favorite things about talk radio is when the dudes were clearly just like not in the mood to be around each other mm-hmm. and they would get into these arguments. Oh people, man, let I mean, me tell you, a lot of times those happen off the air. Totally. Once in a while, what makes your show so genuine is I get the vibe that none of it is really scripted. You have a loose direction for where you want to go with stuff. But, I mean, you asked me a couple weeks ago, like, hey, bring some stories in. But we didn't even read them yet. No. And and you just, like, you have a couple things in your head you want to talk about, and we go. That's it, yeah. And the problem is, is now people get so scripted with stuff, like, especially talk radio. Yeah. And guests get so offended oh how'd you bring that up i don't want to talk about that and then like you said it's like well we're not going to delete that we'll just scrap the whole episode yeah totally people get really butthurt well i had a ton of fun i love making it real uncomfortable for people and dom who's the guy that we kind of i had the argument with dom and then the other guys what jeremy yeah jeremy Mm -hmm. is uh he's he's brand that was his first episode he's just kind of helping us out He's just he's just helping us with the Zia stuff because okay. there's just things that are involved that I don't but want to deal with. they both work here with you, they, right? They They're do, not Zia yeah. guys. No, 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 no. There's no, another they... Zia person who was not on the episode. Uh, you said there's somebody at Zia who's some sort of connection, I thought. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't... Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Either way. But Dom, yeah. But anyway, yes. Well, thank you for listening, and uh, thank you. If, Dude, I if listen because you... I enjoy it. It's not like yeah. I, I feel obligated I know, to. I know. I know. I appreciate it. Um, and if you're uh, new listening to the podcast right now, too, thank you for also listening, because it seems like I've gotten some, some new listeners, so that's exciting. Um, but... I mean, we didn't really even explain this, but we we worked together at KTAR years ago. Yep. And then I moved over to uh, 93.3 to do radio over here. Can and we get into why you left? Sure. Because here's <laughs> – and if we have to edit anything out, do no, you have a no, fancy no, no, button fine. you can hit over there? I mean so, – Because here's – I have I heard like through the grapevine – that like you were called one day and like you didn't show up or something, yes. and then you like never came back after that. I wasn't. And this I, is my vague recollection of it. Yeah, but I don't know how much of that is true or not. And it it stunk because I I think we probably even did a podcast or two after that, but you never came back and worked anymore. Yeah, and then eventually, like man, for years, you've been telling me like, hey. I want to do a podcast at 93.3. I think they'll pay us. And 
I was in this weird position where I was like, I don't know if I can do that with what I do. And I talked to my boss a few times and he'd given me the go ahead and just wanted to make sure. And, you know, now I'm here today. And he said, yeah, do whatever. But which I'm glad about because we need to. I and I've mentioned it, and I know you're busy. But it's but, not about the pay thing for me. Like honestly, yeah, I just do this for fun. Like yeah. I get paid for my day job. Yeah. If you got paid, I'd be happy because yeah. you're the one hustling hard to make this happen. This is yours. <laughs> I mean, the podcast pays my rent now. There you go. So I Beautiful. mean, it's it's taken a little bit of time, but. Yeah, I mean, I've got a you great. You deserve it. I've got. Well, thanks. I've got a great. But let's let's I'll, let's answer your question first. So yes, I was uh, working weekends over there. Yep. And basically, what happened was, um, I didn't not I didn't show up for my shift, but I did. I just basically I just called out for a shift. Mm-hmm. But the like thing day about, of. The morning, the morning, yeah, the morning before my shift. I'm sure that just went over swimmingly well, <laughs> with whoever your boss was at the time. I can't remember his name. It was probably um, well. It doesn't let's matter. Let's not say Go names. Um, I, I'm sure I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of yeah. two people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the issue with calling out on a shift like that is that there is kind of like a routine that you need to know for the shift that I was working. Like you mentioned, yes. all the shows so, are a yeah. little different and a lot of them are really anal and about the it's times. Very, yeah, very specific stuff. There's audio elements to some of the shows and then, yeah, timing and and whatever. Your boy Tony's show in particular is to not, show is up, not yeah. something that a novice who's been at KTAR but has never run that show, they'd yeah. struggle mentally. They, it would be tough, yeah. So I, I can't even imagine how pissed Tony Firmino was that day. <laughs> but anyway. I don't know. So... Yes. So I had to call out that day. Um, so I basically was just the only people I could to, I could text was my boss and then the guy who was working before me, mm-hmm. the guy that like I kind of relieved. Mm-hmm. So um, I I think maybe I gave like not not a great notice and maybe an hour, maybe two hour. If if I if I'm being generous to myself, I probably gave two hours notice. There you go. Which is not a lot. And again, I think what happened was my boss ended up having to come down and work that shift that day. I don't even remember. So he probably pieced out by the time I was there. I'm and sure he probably had I'm it figured sure out. somebody else came in and did it. But they so, weren't you. It, it stunk. Yeah. So that was kind of the beginning. And I was also already working at 93.3 at that time. Yes. And I recall so, we'd had discussions about that. And. Yeah. It shouldn't have been a huge deal because you weren't really on the air yeah. at at the the talk station, whereas you were aspiring to be over here. Yeah. And I don't think it should have been a deal. But. So it basically, me calling out on that one shift made it look like you I was- You put them ahead of the, yeah. the old place. So, and I just, I never told my boss I got a job at 93.3. So the, I was, I I was doing well. both. Yep. Not just kind of, and I wasn't d- doing a full-time show like I am now over here. Correct. I was just kind of covering for, you know, people it if they call out or whatever. New it was over here. At, totally new. So, um, eventually, it, it all kind of just like happened at once. I, I missed that shift. And then he heard me on the radio on 93.3 and then sent me this, like, long email where he was basically just like— You're done. Um, yeah, he was He was just like, 
Because you did so much at KTAR. Well, it, it wasn't even like he was done, but I I sent him an email and I was like, I got to change my availability yeah. um, with work. Because I was, I was working at the Boys and Girls Club, I was working at KTAR, and I was working at 93.3. So it was just like a lot, and I was like... But obviously, like, you saw a future here. Yeah. Things at KTAR, to be fair, like weren't really up your alley like you said there sure. was one show you enjoyed and then yeah. a lot that you just kind of had to do yeah i mean look, and boys and girls yeah. club wasn't even the, the main priority at that point you wanted to be here so you had to change your availability yeah i get it yeah yeah yeah. That, so that was basically it it was just like i missed a shift then they found out i was working at another radio station and then they were like well you can't work at both otherwise they were they were trying to make me sign a bunch of like stuff that yeah. like to i don't know it just turned into a whole thing so um, I and if you would have went to them initially and told them, like, hey, I'm working there and working here, maybe it would have been different. But maybe. I'm sure at the point that they heard it and you didn't divulge it, they, yeah. they it got a little freaked right. out. So, again, totally understandable. The guy, my boss, I felt terrible. I, I, I Honestly, I think we only spoke through email like one or two times after that, and then I just never spoke or saw him again. But he was a really good dude. Um, you know, gave me a chance on the station and, and gave me a ton of opportunity over there. And, and I, met, I met a bunch of people. And honestly, I, I remember thinking, like, when I got that job at KTAR, I was like, oh, I'm going to be able to work in radio the rest of my life now. Like, cool. this job is going to gonna give me the boost to be able to do other things. And I and it was, I mean. But you made something of yourself to make that I, happen. Yeah, well, it, I worked my ass off to get all of the yes. things that I have now. But it was totally the jumping point. And dude, it was it's so crazy too how everything works out because honestly, I say KTAR did a lot, but I I really do believe the Boys and Girls Club is the reason I have everything. And I'll tell you why, nice. which is so crazy. Do. So the reason I got the job at KTAR was because I worked at the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. I was I remember getting the phone call while I was working at the club um from KTAR basically after I applied asked me to come down for an interview. Mm-hmm. So I go down for the interview and basically the guy's like, I love the fact that you have uh, the Boys and Girls Club on your resume. Hmm. He's like, I grew up at the Boys and Girls Club oh. and I love giving, I love doing stuff for the community and giving back. And the fact that you work there is incredible. So I'm, I'm pretty much 99% of the reason I got the job was because man, I just, just think, looked like a good person. Imagine if you worked at like a drive-in liquor store. Like, <laughs> man, you know, I, I go there every night. It's amazing. You got the job. I basically, yes. So th- that, I think, made me look like a lot better. It looked like, it made me look like the kind of guy that wouldn't call out of work an hour before. <laughs> Trust me, we but, have we have plenty who, sure. especially on the weekend, and I'm, I'm sure it's this way at most radio stations. It, it becomes a little bit more the wild, wild west. Yeah. And the people during the week are pretty solid. Yeah. And the less you pay them and the less frequently they work, it's tough. the less attached they are to it. Yeah. And sometimes you get no notice. Sometimes people just don't show up or they peace totally. out. Yeah. And <laughs> the people who are there have to figure it out. And yeah. it's not always fun. It's not the best. But you made it work. So, well, it, get, it gets even crazier. So- I get the job KTAR, uh-huh. and then honestly, one of the uh, one of the main reasons too, I felt like I I couldn't work there anymore, and I think this was a factor of me calling out of work too, was because again I used to work that Sunday shift from seven to three or whatever, and I came into work one Sunday, and there was like a bunch of people there that are never there, and um, I walk into the studio and the shooting in Orlando. Had mm-hmm. just happened. Yep. So 
basically the Pulse from, nightclub. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Where like the, the, the 32 people died. Uh huh. So basically, from seven to three, I sat in a studio and just listened to news reports about this tr- incredible tragedy, and all I could think was like. Well, I can't. I could. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. This is this is so draining. I don't know how anybody reports the news every day. It just took. It just just destroyed my soul that day. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't handle it. So I think wow. that was also a part of it. So I'm like working a coyote shift one night. You know, working really hard. <laughs> Very draining <laughs> shift. I'm sure. And I'm like With online. Your two buttons to push. I'm online and I'm looking for other jobs in radio because mm-hmm. I'm like I can't do this. And I see that 93.3 is looking for uh, promo kids or a board a board op they were looking for. So I'm like, I could I could do that. <laughs> so I apply for the board op position, and then I never hear anything. I'm just sitting around. So I get a little more creative, and I start I go on Twitter. Twitter man, seriously, you could do anything with Twitter. I so I find the promotions director. I find her for 93.3. I find her Twitter account, and I go and I send her a message on Twitter, and I'm like, hey. Uh, here's my resume. I applied for a job. I didn't hear anything, but like, I really want to work for you guys. So she looks at my resume, sends it to the boss at the, at the radio station. I get a call like two days later, come down. We want to interview you for a board opposition. I go down, I do the interview, I get the job. It's amazing. And I end up meeting the promotions director and I thank her for taking a crazy person's Twitter message and get, getting me a job and all this stuff. And she goes, oh, well, you, you know why I gave you the job or I, I gave you a chance was because you work at the Boys and Girls Club. Huh. And I go, oh, that's you, do you, did you used to go? And she goes, no, my daughter goes to your Boys and Girls Club. Wow. I asked my daughter about you. And she said you were really nice and that all the kids liked you. Did you know her daughter at all? Did I you did. know the I, name? W- once she said it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know anything before that. Right. So basically, like a nine-year-old kid got me the job at the radio station, if we're really getting down to it. But again, Boys and Girls Club, man. So crazy. Dude, I stress to people all the time, like, network. Like, you never know totally. who you're going to meet. And that can work for you and against Absolutely. you. Absolutely. But yeah. it's so important to do yeah. that. And look- you got because it, of the Boys and Girls Club. It's so club. crazy, man. And, uh, you yeah. know, one day you could be doing a morning show somewhere because of the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> well, I think I think all of my Boys and Girls Club connections are, are no, lost at this point. They but got I know you in the yeah. door, and yeah. now because you're at the point you are, you yeah. can, you know, keep doing more and more. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know about morning shows, but I love doing nights. What if you just stayed up so late that it <laughs> became the morning? I've, I've done that before. Hey, I bet you have. Um, all right. Well, enough about me, though, because, yeah. again, when I was working at KTAR, you were you were producing the afternoon show. Yeah. And doing your own show on the weekends. Yeah. I basically worked like seven days a week. I'd get ready. For the Sunday show on Saturdays. Yeah. And then the other five days a week, I would work for the two guys who were on in the afternoon and make their show go. Yes. So um, now you've clearly moved on from that. Um, I still have a large piece to do with the afternoon. Do you? Okay. Because I, I, again, we, we, we've we've re- relatively stayed in contact. We, we chatted every once in a while, uh-huh. but- for the fact that we work in the same uh, business and live probably 40 minutes from each other, I haven't seen you in 40, three years. I'd say more like probably 20, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it's been a couple of years. Yeah. 
So what what are you doing now exactly? So I am the executive producer over there, and I I fill in on that that same show in the afternoons. So I basically oversee all of our talk products. Okay. So, which I, is that's amazing, man. So if it's a if it's a talk show, yeah. I do something with it, and then also. With our digital department, even though I don't know what Anchor is and I can <laughs> barely string a tweet together, uh-huh. um, I essentially take my knowledge of what we do in talk and I help them with, hey, this might be something good you can do something with in the web, in digital. Yeah. And then same kind of thing with our with our news team. I, hey, here's what we did on the talk shows today. Maybe you guys want to make a story out of this, things like that. So. Uh, all the talk shows that we have, and then also our our morning news show has a talk element to it. Yeah. I I deal with them. That's pretty exciting. So I it, mean, it's you're killing it, dude. It's a lot to do. Yeah. Um, but I want to keep moving up, and I love it, and I really love a challenge. And uh, whether it's talk show hosting, which I love to do too, and I fill in all the time under the Lloyd Banks name because that's what one of the guys likes to call me. And Uh then once in a while I use my own name, which doesn't confuse anybody. (laughs) Um, And I love talking on the radio and I love putting shows together. I, I don't like you mentioned that, that Orlando shooting. Yeah. There are tough days like that and they're not fun. Um, but I do think it's important to talk to people about stuff like that. And I I love all sorts of news stories. And what I really love about what we do is it's not sitting in front of a computer and entering numbers in a spreadsheet, which is the same thing every single day, every single way. What, what we do has different stories every single day or a story develops and advances and we yeah. get to do something new with it. And, you know, we get to talk to people and interact and Dude, it's it, fun. It, it, the Orlando stuff was obviously really hard to deal with, but it was super interesting to watch everybody kind of work and like watch the story develop. <clears throat> and again, yeah, I mean, I I I, I could see um, the interest in all that. I'm just well, you know, no, I look, I I don't like reporting on a story where you know 30 plus people get shot and sure. killed. Vegas, 50 yeah. Yeah. shot and killed. Sandy Hook, little kids. <laughs> Uh, it's the worst. Yeah, there's terrible stuff out yeah. there, but you know, there's good days too. And sure, I mean, I dude, I loved listening. I I, I don't get to listen as much now, but um, when you guys were when you were still doing the afternoons mm-hmm. with, can we say everyone's names? I don't know. It's there's been like a change up over there. I'm totally fine if you say their names. I mean, Mac and Gatos are no longer together. Just yeah. this week, we announced that uh, Gatos and Chad Benson, the show is called the Gatos and Chad Show, yes. are doing afternoons. They finished their fourth show this past Friday. Where did this Chad guy come from? He did nights for us. Oh, okay. And he has like the 10th or 11th largest syndicated show in the country as well. Really? So, yep. He's got, I want to say, 3 million people who listen to him nationally. Really? How do I not know who this guy is? If you think you and I work a lot, uh, and not to lay it on thick or praise anything that anybody does, and and Chad and I are not best friends, but we get along well. Uh Uh-huh. Chad gets up and does his nationally syndicated radio show. Now, just think about this. 6 a.m. till 9 a.m., our time here in Arizona, is Uh when it airs. Okay. So he's at our station at roughly 4 in the morning. Okay. And then he goes and takes a little break. He might play soccer for a little while. Then he comes back and does our afternoon show, which he gets ready for at about noon, does that till 6 at night. 
and then goes home. So he's roughly in the building for like 14 hours every single day. Yeah, that's insane. He's got a kid in California who he gets to see some weekends. Yeah. So he drove to California this weekend and he'll oh be coming God. back. Yeah. So <laughs> what what kind it's just his syndicated show is just a news show? It's a news talk yeah. and um you know he he does all kinds of voices, ton of personality, just okay. larger than life and yeah. Yeah, it's it's just uh, news talk, and so many people hear that these days, and they're like, "Oh, that must mean all you do is talk about Trump." <laughs> and it's like, I hate that because yeah. I have learned to appreciate politics. Yeah, but there are so many things I cannot stand about Washington D.C. and the way it operates, and I don't care if you're a Bernie fan or Elizabeth Warren or Trump or anywhere in between. Yeah, any level of sanity you want to choose. There are some good things about it, and, and then there are so many misguided things in how things get handled. So, no, to me, news talk is we primarily want to talk about what's going on in the Valley, what's going on here sure. where we are, yeah. Phoenix, Tempe, Glendale, yeah. all those places. Local is, is local the way is to go. what yeah. matters. I mean, yeah. we're talking about stuff in your backyard, yeah. and a lot of times that stuff in D.C., yeah, it matters, but what really affects you is more so what's going on here. I mean— we don't, I, this is not a place to talk about Trump or anything. We can talk about anything you want. I just may not share all of my opinions. Sure. No, that's fine. But I mean, I would I would assume that news had to have changed a little bit with with Trump becoming president just because there's just so much there's so, there's every day. I feel like there's like something you have to talk about. Dude, what do you think about Trump? Just give it give it to me in a sentence. Um, honestly, uh, I avoid almost everything about him. I, I just I think that's a lot of the country does. That. I don't follow him on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I, I I mute people that like all they do is talk about mm-hmm. him. Um, I, I mean, I, I, again, like I think the guy's a piece of shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, and a lot of people think that too. That's, I'm not a fan. And that's, then you, that's really all it comes down. You've to. got about thirty percent of the country, forty percent of the country who loves the guy. Yeah. 30 or 40% who can't stand him. Yeah. And then you've got about 20% who are just like, I can't take this. I want to get away from that's, it. That's me. It's and, like, I just don't want to. I'm, I'm going to vote when I can vote, and that'll and that'll be it. And I would tell you, Trump the person, I can't stand the guy. Yeah. I think he is a deplorable human being, and he loves to use that word deplorable. He, he does. Uh, so I'll use it to reference him. I think he's legitimately like not the, not a good guy. Yeah. Um. He's totally changed what it means to be a Republican or a conservative, yeah. uh, which has messed with that party's head quite a bit. Um, look, our economy seems to be doing pretty well if you look at the Dow. So people are going to say he's done good things for your wallet. Yeah. Look, I mean, you've certainly moved up the ranks and a lot of people have throughout the country under his watch. Yeah. Some people are going to credit the previous president, Obama, for a lot of that. Yeah. Um, I, I personally think Trump has daddy issues. I don't. I, I really do. I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. His I dad agree. was an alcoholic, and yeah. I don't think his dad cared very much about him. Yeah. And honestly, like about the sweetest thing I can say is, I think if Trump's dad would have hugged him more, I think he'd be a lot better guy. Totally. I think that there, the the rule for becoming president is you have to have a good relationship with your parents. And I do not think he does at all. No, definitely not. And I think it shows too the way he like t- treats his kids. I mean, there's a, oh, you know, it's a whole thing. But we don't we don't need to get into it. Um, <laughs> Well, that's exciting though. I'm glad you're. De- I mean, look, we're both. Dude, we're both killing it, man. I think we're both doing really well, which is exciting uh, to go from listening to these old podcasts mm-hmm. where we talk, where we just talked about fast food. I mean, I was living in a one bedroom apartment 
What do you uh, got now? I also I still have a one bedroom apartment, okay. but I was living in a one bedroom apartment uh, that a girlfriend had just moved out of. Oh. I was working. I was working. You know, uh, in one eight hour shift a week in the at the radio station, and you know, I've said this before on the podcast, but it's like everything everything that like I would just daydream about. Four years ago, mm-hmm. I'm do I'm doing now, which is exciting. So, so what are you daydreaming about now? What do you want to do? Honestly, four I'm not. Years there's not really daydreaming anymore. Now it's just like I'm just like focused on doing what I'm doing and just trying to just make a good product of that. No, see, I I want to be a program director one day. Yeah, and I want to. Yeah, I mean, you're dude, you're on the right path. I want to oversee shows even more, and I I work on that, and and I still like to talk. And at some point, I'm going to have to get away from doing some of that, but. When you first knew me, I lived at 19th Avenue Northern in a total hole. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you were ever over at my no, place. No, I, re- I remember hearing stories. Oh, yeah. man. And, yeah. and now it's like in many ways my life is much more boring, but I still have some crazy neighbors. Yeah. Um, but I don't live by light rail anymore. And, That's you know, good. I don't have guys showing up asking for new ports as I'm just walking down. <laughs> and I don't hear women crying outside my door who've yes. just been beaten by their, That's good. you know, dirtbag boyfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is good. It's sad for the stories. I don't have those anymore. But it's well, it's really good for me that I got out of that. And yeah. Yeah. Now I own a house in Phoenix that, you know, is, is in a, a decent part of town. There's, good. there's still some. Well, yeah, we all underhanded activity once in a while. There's a neighbor two doors down who definitely, I think, is trying to hide their car out of fear it will be repoed. (laughs) And it, it, please, please do come repo it because this neighbor, not good people. A lot of people come and go from this house, and shady activity is going on there. All right. Well, at least you're keeping things a little bit interesting. I'm not trying to, but the neighbor doesn't play by the rules. So fair enough. Well, I don't know how we got. We're already at fifty minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, but uh, I want. I mentioned you coming on the podcast. We talked about. <clears throat> um, Look, if you want to hit stop and do a second episode, I'm happy to do that. If you just want to <laughs> no, we talk just, food stories, we're, I think look, it could be one really long podcast. I'm okay with long too. I think. Um, I, there, I had a bunch of stuff that like I wanted to talk about, but I could save it for just like when I do another solo one. Dude, here's the um, other thing too. It, it is. I really enjoy doing this, and it, yeah. I will fall on the sword and say a lot of it was my fault and my schedule. And yeah, well, that you know, if fine. you want to do another one of these in in a couple weeks or whatever, yeah. or or never again, I am happy to play by your rules. Whenever you want me down here, I will I will make it work. Okay, well, I'll hold you to that because what I originally hey, two wanted, weeks ago we were ready to go, and I somebody know, well, had to move it. I know. Well, Alex, we could. There's some things like. I'll explain why later. Uh-huh. But um, uh, what I really wanted to do was yeah. for this one to be just like a catch up and chat podcast. Yeah. And I pitched you the idea of bringing back Everyone Eats, mm-hmm. and you didn't seem that into it. No, I, I wouldn't say that. Um, I'd tell you face to face. Like, I want it to be yours. And again, if you want me to do it with you, uh, I'd love to, yeah. but still, it's yours. Well, I, I I want unless it becomes really big, I'm not taking a plug nickel from it. It's <laughs> yours, and you do the bulk of the work, which is kind of how it really was supposed to be in the first place. And yeah. if I am doing something with regularity again, I have to go back to the people who wear even more sooty suits than I do at work and just say, "Hey, we cool with this?" And yeah. I'm pretty sure they would be. Well, but all I would I'm just tell to them, do, yeah. "Hey, you know, here's the deal. Here's what I'm looking to do," and I'd. 
be real just, honest with you and say, hey, they said yay, they said nay, and here's how much I pushed back. So all I would want to do yeah. is create bonus content, extra content for the podcast, mm-hmm. which if, and again, it doesn't have to be with like complete regularity. Like if we did- You know it just gets tricky because- KTAR is owned by one company. Yes. And 93.3 Alt AZ is owned by another. That's, but that's where it just gets The podcast funny. that I do now yeah. is not affiliated with this radio station whatsoever. No. Well, it has nothing to do with it. it that just might com- make things different. I it's don't know. Just, it's completely mine. Mm-hmm. When I first started the podcast, it was attached to the radio station. But you sucked it away. But. There were some things that uh, that, that uh, happened. That maybe that we <laughs> that discuss we'll off the air. We'll also talk okay. about off the air. Okay. Um, so now it's just it. It literally there there the the only thing that's connecting the two is that I work at the radio station still, and you use their stuff to record. Well, sure, that's <laughs> fine. But um, what I would like to do mm-hmm. is again just kind of create. Um, some extra content, yep. some bonus stuff like I'm doing now where I'm releasing a bonus episode of these old Everyone Eats episodes. I would love to bring it back. And if we did it once a month, if we did it once every three months mm-hmm. or whatever your schedule could do, I, I think that would be fun to bring that back. I'm not so busy that I'm like, oh, well, I don't have the time to do it. Yeah. Um, I can always know, come to you, too, no, if you I wanted mean, you to record. Think, you think I'm killing it in the world. And and I'm busy during the week, but there's even time during the week. I mean, you and I talk. It's not yeah. like I'm like, well, from 6 a.m. to – I'm not Chad Benson. <laughs> let's put it that way. Yeah, who's, yeah, yeah. who's Mr. 14, 15-hour day doing 80 million shows and yeah, going well, 80 million directions and honestly seems more sane than any of us. I don't get how he does it. Um but yeah, I'm I am open to what you want to do. So <laughs> as okay. as you tell me you want to do it, I will just pitch to them. Just because I I try to avoid those awkward conversations. But yeah, uh, yeah I am very open and I am very interested. I mean, they let you do I, a wrestling done, podcast, dude. Yes, but that's totally mine, and they All know right. that like that's my thing. Well, this um, is gonna this will be your thing too. It's not no, just gonna be my no, thing. No, it's it's your thing that I will be on and be a part of. And, okay, and. I I am very interested, so don't get the get the thought that I I wasn't interested. I, I just I just want you to know that that it's it's your world. I look. The first thing I said when I came in is I, I am so happy and and legitimately so proud of you that uh-huh. you took things and started running with it. And and I I told myself when I come in here today, God, don't sound like that one everyone eats episode. <laughs> I really did seem like a bag, and I, I don't. That's no. not me in real life. I don't want to be like that. Look, well, I look, talk too much. And just everybody's annoying. everyone listened to him, so they, <laughs> they, 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 they seem to like Thanks. it. So I know I think that's a good thing. They listened. They listened. And did they, people give you feedback? Yeah. What did they say? Everyone liked it. They want more of it. That's what okay. I'm saying. I've only got like three more. Uh, episodes that we from 2016 and then I'm out. So we got you got you got. Uh, I've been releasing them once a week, so maybe I could try and cut back a <laughs> no, little. No, bit. no, no, no. Like but, if if I was you, honestly, we should just put a bow on this. Yeah. Hit stop on your your little stuff over there that I don't understand at all, and then <laughs> we can we could do one right now for 30 minutes or up. 45 or whatever you want to do. Okay. I don't know what your schedule's like today, but that that would be then you can release that whenever. 
Yeah, that's fine. I mean... Or if you want to do a two-hour one today, people can <laughs> suffer through it. No, I think this is good. I think... I think There's uh, more stories I want to ask you about. You were telling me stuff the other day. What else did you want to talk about? You told me at some point you were going to talk about this uh, traffic school you had to oh, go to. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You're right. You're right. You and I were talking on the gram... And that's right. You you said like you will not believe, and Dude, it's like okay, yeah. Let's <laughs> how, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. Let's talk. I forgot about that. We yeah. should talk about it. Because, and I mean, I've got women things that I would love to talk to you about that are constantly evolving. That's probably a separate podcast. <laughs> we can weave it right into an everyone eats someday. I would love to. Do, I think we could do that. So um, here's here's what I understand, and now you fill in holes for me. Yeah, because. To be able to travel after what is it like October? Yeah, you have to have a shiny little gold star. Yeah, on your driver's license. I went out and got mine a few months ago, and of course, if you go to the DMV, MVD, whatever they call it out here, yeah, you have to pay like thirty bucks. I went to some third party and paid like forty-five, got it done with. Yeah, but you don't really drive a whole lot. You take the bus. Yes, but obviously, to still fly, you need yeah. to have that on your thing. Yeah, but why did you have to go to traffic school okay, for it? So basically. Yeah, I'm. Were you hiding from the law? Did you get a ticket and then? No, 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 no. I will. I did get a ticket, uh-huh. but I paid the ticket. Yeah. But apparently, if you run, if you get a red light ticket, you also immediately have to go to traffic school. So, red light for speeding or red light? I ran a red ran light. A red light. I, I got one of the flash cam tickets. See, I got, I got it too, but it was for speed, not the red light. I got it for running a red light. And you actually had to attend traffic school. Yes. You couldn't just do it online. No. Because when I had this happen to me like three years ago, four years ago, I got to do it online. And let me tell you, it's the biggest joke ever. I'm sure. You give them like 250 bucks. Yeah. They highlight exactly what's going to show up in the end. Yeah. And like each section, you're just clicking a couple things and like, yep, yep, yep. And But they won't let you go through it quickly. So you have to be able to devote, gosh, I don't remember, like eight hours or whatever of your life oh. to speed read it and then click and then wait for another hour before you can do it on the next page. See, that's smart, though, at least because, yeah, people would just burn right through it and be done in 30 minutes. No, which- it it's not. It's smart of those people to speed read through it. It is stupid how our state works that they well, set yeah. things up this way. Yeah. It's like, first off, I hate those damn traffic cams. They're they're the they worst. They are a racket. Um, this so this this was like three years ago or something, <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't really driven this in is like the same day you didn't show up at the radio station. Yeah, it's probably close to that. So. Uh, so yeah, I haven't really driven at all in probably, uh, I don't know, two and a half, maybe close to three after years or something. After the bus broke down. After, after. Your van. After Deborah, uh, yeah, was, was You didn't sent really away. drive anymore? No. So I was basically living close enough to the radio, st- the radio station to where like I could just jump on the bus and it would take me almost right to the Literally radio station. Literally the bus. Yeah. Yeah. So I just started doing that. Um, I sold I sold the van and I just I just honestly I just don't like driving anyway. Mm-hmm. It just driving just sucks. You I'm and I big, are very different in that. I'm a big fan of public transportation. I love driving the open road and I, I'm I not like a, a big flying person. Oh, flying sucks. I like road trips. I like driving. Do you going, like being behind the wheel for the totally. road trip? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All of the, I love all of that. I don't love sitting in traffic, just driving to work, driving home. I don't love that stuff. Drives me insane. Do you know how to drive a stick? 
I don't. Neither no. do I. Yeah. Neither do I. No, I've, and never, I've never had to. I tried one time. My dad pulled me aside. He's like, Joe, this is one of those skills a man needs to know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I yeah. tried. Let me tell you, it was one of the worst days of my life. My dad just it yelling at like me. It seems like a pain, yeah. In like my early 30s. Like, and I just felt like I was going to throw up the whole time. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, yeah. I don't want driving to be work. And totally. it felt like work. I agree. And then there's other people who are like, oh, no, it's totally awesome. I'm like, no, <laughs> screw that. I don't want to do that. So I, I can't drive a stick either. But the only time I hate driving is if I am not moving. If I'm sure. in, If I'm in traffic, yeah, like on the 202 right yeah. here, and it's stopped, yeah. then I get a little bit antsy. Totally. As long as I'm just, even if I'm crawling like five miles an hour, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. See- that, that, all that stuff. It's just so I just I want to smoke some weed, mm-hmm. put in my headphones. Another thing different than you and I. But you <laughs> I know, just, I've, I've never I, I just done wanna, it. I want to get kind. I'm gonna get kind of high. I'm gonna put some <laughs> headphones in, turn on a podcast, turn on some music, and then I'll just sit and wait for the bus to come pick me up and get I mean, on the bus. If you're driving high, you're exactly. Really I don't want to. I driving fate. driving stoned is not fun. It's stressful. I mean. From what I've heard, I've never done it before. <laughs> it's a terrible idea. It's not a good thing to do. So I just find it more, you know, yes, you have to schedule your time a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It, it uh, 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 What would be a 15-minute car ride is sometimes an hour bus ride. Yeah. But I don't give a shit, especially when the weather's nice. If I could just walk. Which it almost always is out it's, here. Dude, it's, those couple of months of summertime is really the only time. And then and then, then I would just Uber. I, I would just tried, get in an Uber. I tried doing light rail for a while when light I lived great. at 19th and Northern to get down to ASU and walk around with my buddy. Yeah. And I decided light rail was only for me if I'm going to see a concert yeah. down at the, what is what talking is where stick. the sun's playing now? Yeah. yeah, Talking Stick. It's always America West is how I know it. But yeah. Talking Stick, if I'm going to Chase Field or something like sure. that. Because I just had too many problems with light rail when it was like an off night. There was a, a dude on there one time who was like getting in a fight with another guy and they oh, were throwing yeah, yeah. punches. Oh. There was a, a cross dresser who was an interesting character. And then the worst light rail encounter I had was not even getting on it one day. I was just walking to go pick up my car. Yeah. I had to walk down the light rail line for a ways. And this guy was wearing like a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey, and he had to have been on something a lot stronger than weed. And he ran up to me off the light rail platform and insisted that I'd stolen his underwear. (laughs) And I thought he was going to kick the crap out of me. Sure, yeah, it's scary. And light rail has way too many of those people. And I've heard way worse. I've heard people have urine thrown at them, feces. It's just like I'm... If the one thing I don't need in my life yeah. is, is feces thrown at me. <laughs> I'm, I'm better than that. Well, I think a lot of the times, too, uh, timing is very important on public transportation. I would only take it, you know, when the sun's very much out, you mm-hmm. know, daytime. That's that's the thing. I would never take – very rarely I would take, like, the midnight bus back home. 
Usually, and I you would see just, weird stuff on there. Sometimes, but for the most part, it's usually just like someone's just there's like one guy and he's like asleep on the bus or something, and that's fine. Yeah. I, I do think light rail is kind of like the new shady acre beyond the bus. Well, even. it's just it's hard for them to to kind of monitor that. I think, and they have security now. I don't know when's the last time you've been on the light rail, but mm. there's a lot of security now with the light rail. <laughs> if you say so, there is. There I is. feel like it's it's kind of like event security where it's like <laughs> some dude who again it's like weekend board hopping where it's like he doesn't want to be there he's not going to move up to secret service level it's better than that now it is it is but there i mean security wise there's still a bunch of crazy people on there but the light rail is tough too because again it's hard to monitor and it's just so easy to just get on there Mm -hmm. there's no way to like keep people off without a ticket you you can just walk right on and they do i've had my tickets checked before and i've seen them boot people off totally of course, look, I get it too. Phoenix is 120 degrees in the summer. Yeah. And all some dude wants to do is just cool off a little bit totally. and not have to bake in the sun. All I right. totally understand that. So, so I find you, out I have to, I go to get my travel ID. They tell me you can't because uh, you, you can't have an old ticket. You need to go to traffic school. Mm-hmm. Um, and after you, you get through with traffic school, come back, we'll get you the travel ID. Okay. So I go, great. Not great. I don't want to go to traffic school, but whatever. Yeah. So I find a class online. It's from 8.30 to 5.30 or it's something. all day. And I'm just like, I, how? I, I haven't had to sit in a classroom in a very long time. Yeah. And then let, let alone it's got to be fucking traffic school. And it's just going to be a bunch of crazy people. And I just want, I, I don't, I don't, I don't wake up that early. It's just, <laughs> the whole thing is up? just, I don't know. I woke up at like 11 today. Okay. So... I but whatever I got I wanted to get it done before the weekend. Sure. So luckily, again, I work at night. My sh- radio show doesn't start till seven o'clock. So do you do it live or do you track yeah, stuff? I do it live. Okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. We'll do the eight to five, whatever. So I get down there. Very early for you. I'm uh, yeah. I uh, I'm 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 walking up to the building, and this is already the beginning of like I know this is going to be a, a weird shit show of a day. Mm-hmm. There's a guy with like one of those like rolly handheld, you know, like the airport suitcases that you uh-huh. roll with the wheels, sure. and he's like dragging it up a flight of stairs, clearly not paying attention to what's going on around him because his glasses fall off of his head mm-hmm. and just hit the stairs, and he just keeps going. <laughs> So I w- I'm walking behind him. I go, I go, glasses. hey, buddy, you, your glasses fell. I grab his glasses. I give them to him. And he goes, oh, oh thanks, man. Thanks, man. And uh, we continue to walk. And that is my traffic school teacher. <laughs> so that's the beginning oh, right well, there, right? Hey, you're in. You, you got to sure. uh, So we get, up. In, we get in there. I sit down. And it's me. And there's one other kid in there. And uh, he, the, the teacher's like unpacking his stuff and whatever. And. People are slowly starting to roll in, and um, he starts. There's a couple of people that that roll in kind of late, and mm-hmm. basically, it's it's a weird building. We're we're in a building. We're in this weird like little corner boardroom meeting, whatever, and people can't find it. So they're calling the number mm-hmm. of the traffic school to be like, "Hey, I'm here. I don't I don't want to get kicked out of the class. Like I'm here. I just can't find it. Whatever." So they finally. This happens to a couple of people. They find, they call, they find, they finally find the room. They come inside the room and they explain that like they called and they're they're late or whatever. And every person that comes in, he goes, uh, "Oh, uh, was uh, was she nice to you when you called?" 
And every single person is just like, uh, yeah, she was fine. She didn't seem like she was. She didn't seem thrilled about it, but she was fine. And he's like, oh, okay, so she was nice. And uh, they're like, yeah, 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 she was fine. And then he goes, oh, okay, because that's my wife. So he basically just kept trying to trick everybody into talking shit about his wife. And then, <laughs> and then at the end, he uh, he's like on the phone with her, and he was set before the class starts, and they're just like yelling at each other. They're just like clearly, and then he hangs up the phone, and he just starts talking all this shit about his wife. There's like eight of us in this room, and he just keeps he's okay. The best way I could describe it is he kept, he kept say he said this multiple times. He goes, "I think she has a reverse period," and like where everyone in the room is just like, "That is the most uncomfortable thing any human being has ever said to me before." <laughs> it's extremely disrespectful, and it's just like all the women in the there's like nine of us at this point. All the women are just like. Who the who the fuck says reverse? He's like this old guy. Just it was just very uncomfortable to start the class off, right? <laughs> then this Indian girl walks in, and the reason I'm mentioning that she's Her, Indian is because yes, throughout the entire class period, anytime math comes up, he immediately looks to the Indian girl <laughs> and asks her to answer these like math questions. And then when she doesn't know the answer, he goes, I thought Indian people were good at math. Oh. He just keeps saying that multiple did times. Did he accuse her of being on her reverse period because he she did, wasn't good did, at math? He did not. Okay. He did not. Um, but he just, he was just extremely like misogynistic extremely racist hmm. but like in a way that like he thought was funny but nobody was laughing the whole time mm-hmm. and then on top of all of this and he goes people just want to get out of traffic school well they're not there for a giggle so we're like an hour and a half into the class and he looks at the clock and he goes all right guys i've got shit to do today and we're all just like sitting around. We're like, okay, what does that mean? He's like, so we're going to do about another hour's worth of work right now. And then we're going to take an, a, an hour lunch. And then we're going to do one more hour. And then we're out of here. So it was like all eight right. hours. Eight hours gets cut to four hours, uh-huh. basically, with an hour lunch still yeah. in between it. Uh-huh. So I'm like, cool, man. You want to talk about my reverse period? I'm fine with it. Just get me the fuck out of here. I'm not good at math either. So Let's go. He's like, but the, what I'm doing is illegal. So no, he's like, nobody could go to motor vehicle today. Nobody could. He goes, if you want to make an appointment for tomorrow, he's like, you got to wait till at least seven o'clock. So basically what, what the deal he's is. He's setting is, himself up to get fired, but putting his faith in eight people who he doesn't know at all. A hundred percent. He's just like, he's, he's he goes, if anybody says anything, they'll they'll cancel the class. You'll have to retake it. He's like, so if you guys want to get out of here four hours early, nobody could mention this to anyone, and you can't go to motor vehicle till tomorrow. How many times do you think this guy has done this? I would imagine multiple times. I agree. And he goes, oh, and one last thing. Please don't tell my wife. She doesn't know I'm cutting class early. <laughs> oh, boy. So Where do you think like, he was going? I know. It's, he was either... Cheating on his wife, uh-huh. or I, I don't know, just just wanted to not work an eight-hour day. So we go to lunch. We come back from lunch, and immediately one of the girls was just, like, talking to one of the other 
people in the class, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh my God, I, I think I'm so glad we're getting out early." She's like, "I'm gonna go right to the DMV as soon as I'm out of here, get my license back." <laughs> like, no. And the guy you will just the, the guy just like it, his eyes almost popped out of his like, head, and he goes, "I he he, he remember I don't remember her name, but he, we all had like name tags or okay. whatever." So he's just like, Stacy, what did I? He like snapped but on her. The thing where I would say that she's also a moron. She's just so dumb. Is like, he explained to you, yes, it's yes, going to yes. end poorly for him. Yes. But also, you'll have to retake yes. the course. Yes. So he does have a little bit of leverage over you. Sure. While you have a lot more over him. Oh, yeah. But yeah, still, yeah. she would have to take the class again. Like, the Shh. nice thing is, is someone like in your boat. Yeah. You could have gotten to work that day yeah. and still done your whole shift and yeah. had like three or four hours to kill and hang out. Totally. So he like snaps on her. <laughs> I bet. Mentions to the Indian girl a few more times, a couple of more math problems. It's very uncomfortable. Oh, my it goodness. was it was so incredibly uncomfortable. And uh yeah, basically what should have been an eight and a half hour traffic school turned into four hours four hours with an hour lunch break in it <laughs> um did you learn anything no other absolutely than not. No. maybe don't work at the same place as your wife <laughs> yeah right I, I learned absolutely nothing i did I, I paid zero attention to anything he was doing i just stared out the window for Sounds three like he hours didn't really even teach no he really didn't we like took some weird test about like what kind of driver we were i don't know it was awful you're not I the mean, best the just... best the best part was one of the dudes who was late was late because he got pulled over driving <laughs> to traffic school. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of that. It was incredible. And then, and then what was funny, too, is the tra- the traffic school teacher goes, uh, he goes, oh, man, you're going to have to come back again. Like, if, if, if you're – and he goes, if you have a ticket and you, you're – and you have you already still have to go to driving school on your record, mm-hmm. and you get another ticket, you ha- immediately have to take another <laughs> traffic school class. He's like, and he goes, but just call this, this the same number you called for this one. He's like, and if and and set up a class with me. He's like, you could just come in and I'll sign your paper. You could just leave. <laughs> like this guy's amazing, but it, it was it was the strangest three hours of my wow. life. I I can't imagine. It seems I don't. This is how I picture all of traffic school being like in person. Like I'm glad I took it online. Yeah. Because I just got to sit at home and watch Netflix and push the button. You can't take the traffic school I went to online. Yeah, clearly don't allow it. Yeah, but so instead you get the guy who brings up (laughs) reverse menstrual cycles. Oh my god! You know, says that Indian women all have to be good at math, and he's feuding with his wife. Luckily, she was like kind of like. She had a good sense of humor about it. So, like, she was laughing anytime you made a comment, but it was so uncomfortable. Mm. Everything about that class was incredibly uncomfortable, and uh, I'm so glad it's over. And then, uh, turns out, I don't have a birth certificate. I have, like, a birth registration slip, so I went to go get my travel ID, and I couldn't even get it. <laughs> were you born out here? I was born in New York. That's right. You were born back east. So, okay. Um, was there no birth certificate? No, there. I just I I lost it or something. Yeah, I, I lost mine. I had to have a a replacement one done. So now I got to go online, and it's gonna take like three Order weeks a new one. for them to send me a new one. Yeah. Dude, I waited in the stupid fucking line at the DMV again. See, that's why I third party. That's the way to yeah, go. Yeah, I should have just. It's it's like fifteen bucks more. Yeah, I'll but, I'll do that next time. But. I did it just because I did not want to sit there and listen to M four hundred and seventy six. Oh well, they and... don't even they don't even do that anymore. Oh, the... now it's just like you get a slip, 
you get a number, and then everyone just waits in line. There's no number. It, they, you get the still with like the G four yeah. nine thing, uh-huh. but it does it first. It doesn't fucking matter. You oh. still everyone just still just gets in the same line. Yeah, the third party one I wait. went to, it was more. It was run like a, a DMV where they do still yell all that stuff out, but it moves a lot quicker. Yeah. Well, anyway, yes, I did want to mention that, but what a what a shit storm of a fucking traffic school class that was. I'm so, so glad it's over. Are we doing one of the, any of these food stories, or are we shelving them? What are we um, doing here? Yeah, I mean, we're already we've already been talking for so long. I'm um, sorry. No, it's totally fine. Um, I think uh, I think you really put me to shame too on that that first one that you posted because I feel like in general we were pretty balanced with the stories and on that one you're like yep I've got nine stories <laughs> and I remember that, dude, that my reaction was well I I've got one I <laughs> uh, dude I really really cared about that podcast I, I took it so I serious did too. I know I know I was but just like the worst example of I it. just I just uh, over prepared I just wanted and and. For some reason, I think there was just a, a a time back then where food news was very popular. So there was like a ton of stories, and mm-hmm. fast food places were like releasing new. You know, like Burger King was coming out with all that wacky bullshit. And oh, dude, like the, now they've got plant based is the new wacky BS stuff. <laughs> we should talk about it. I had I had the Beyond Look, Meat uh, from Burger Del- King. No, I had the I, last night. I had the Beyond Meat Del Taco. You tweeted taco. it or you yeah. Instagrammed it yeah. or something. Yeah. I just mean it's, it's BS really and that every place is coming up with it. Yeah, and it's BS and that it's really not better for you. Sure. Oh, totally. That's where yeah, it's yeah, yeah. BS. It's I, just, I don't think it's. I think it tastes great. Yeah, I've had the yeah. Burger King one. I had one from. Del Taco, I want to say I had something. I've had like three or four of them. Yeah. They taste great. Yeah. All right. Well, let's end this. Yes. And then, like you said, let's do like a 30-minute Everyone Eats episode. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, Joseph, thank you for coming. Um, I'm so excited that we're uh, we're back together again. Look at us. It only took four years. <laughs> I, I blame myself, Rob. It's, no, it's no, no, been no. great fun. It's good times, man. We'll uh, be back in three seconds in real life, two yeah. weeks in podcast time. Yes, exactly. Once a day I rise Once a day I fall asleep with you Once a day I try but I can't find a single word I wonder what they know I wonder if they ever even cared at all I wonder do they see their own reflection in the rain and look away Everybody keep rushing why aren't we taking our time? Every now and again, baby, I get high. Don't ask me what I think. It never really matter what I had to say. I just keep waiting for another open door. Come up soon Don't keep it all in your head The only 
only place that you know nobody ever can see. You're running low on regret, no tears that's keeping you wet. I think you're getting it now. But everybody keep rushing. Why aren't we taking our time? Every now and again, baby, I get high. And everybody means something when they're stuck on your mind. But every now and again, why can't we just be fine? Once a day I rise. Once a day I fall asleep with you. Once a day I try, but I can't find a single word.